becomes completely peaceful and content. In pure devotional service, the only motive should be to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is not actually motive, that is the pure condition of the living entity. In the conditioned stage, when one engages in devotional service, <clears throat> he should follow the instruction of the bona fide spiritual master in full surrender. The spiritual master is the manifested representative of the Supreme Lord because he receives and presents the instructions of the Lord as they are by discipline translation. It is described in Bhagavad Gita that the teachings therein should be received by the disciplic succession. Otherwise, there is adulteration. To act under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master with a motive to satisfy the Supreme Personality of God is pure devotional service. But if one has a motive for personal sense gratification, his devotional service is manifested differently. Such a man may be violent, proud, envious, and angry, and his interests are separate from the Lord's. That's an important point. And such a man may be violent, proud, envious, and angry, and his interest is separate from the trouble actually starts and starts in devotional service without <coughs> any interest other than Krishna consciousness, other than promoting the Sangeeta, other than Krishna. One who approaches the Supreme Lord to render devotional service, but who is proud of his personality, Envious of others or vengeful is in the mode of anger. He thinks that he is the best devotee. Devotional service executed in this way is pure. It's mixed and is of the lowest grade, Tamasa. Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur advises that a Vaishnava who is not, a good, not, not of good character should be avoided. Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur advises that a Vaishnava who is not of good character should be avoided. So Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is saying even a Vaishnava should be avoided if his character is not good. A Vaishnava is one who has taken the Supreme Personality of Godhead as the ultimate goal of life. But if one is not pure and still has motives, then he is not a Vaishnava of the first order of good character. One may offer his respects to such a Vaishnava because he has accepted the Supreme Lord as the ultimate goal of life, but one should not keep company with a Vaishnava who is in the mode of ignorance. So, Avisandhaya <clears throat> Yohinshan Dambhangmatsarjampi-bhava-sangrampi-hinna-tri-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bhava-bh
Jan's Devotional service executed by a person who is envious, proud, violent, and angry, and who is a separatist, is considered to be So, yesterday's verse, what did, what did Srila Kapilmuni instruct in the verse that we discussed yesterday? What was yesterday's instruction? Who remembers it? Yes, Jamaki. Shri Mataji, can religious practices, depending on the different natures of people? Very good. Devotional service, according to the nature of different individuals can be different. And in this respect, we discussed about how devotional service can be different according to one's nature or characteristic. The Prabhupada in the purport actually mentioned about four kinds of devotional Artha, Artharthi, Divyakshas, we also consider devotion of service may be different due to karma bhakti or Gyanamishra But here we are, Kapil Dev is giving another dimension. Devotional service differs according to the modes of material nature. If someone is in the mode of ignorance, what are the characteristics of his devotion? Although he is rendering, although he has become a Vaishnava, although he has become a devotee. But what is his nature? Uh, here we are seeing uh, Kapil Muni is actually speaking about those who have already become devotees. Even in them, uh, in, in relation to yesterday's class, we actually discussed about a few other considerations, like different types of religions. They are also devotees. Muslims are devotees of a certain kind. Christians are devotees. Jews are devotees because they believe in one Supreme Personality of God. So they believe in Supreme Personality of God. They are not demigod worshippers. Bhaktivinoda Thakur actually pointed out that their situation is better than the demigod if we go into the Western culture, then we see that the Romans and Greeks, the Christians and Jews were better than the Romans and the Greeks. Because the Romans and Greeks were giving a worship. Sears, Athena, Apollo, Mars, and they are the ones they were worshipping. So that means they are identical. Zeus is actually Apollo is <laughs> Mars is Mangal. So anyway, uh, that's how, so in this way we see different faces of devotion. But Kapil Muni is actually making a very clear distinction among the devotees itself, among Vaishnavas. Like Vaishnavas in the mode of ignorance, Vaishnavas in the mode of passion, Vaishnavas in the mode of goodness. And Vaishnava is a mode of pure goodness. Those who are in the mode of pure goodness, Vishuddha Sattva, they are the pure devotees. Up to the mode of goodness, they are Vishra Sattva. 
But the pure material mode of pure goodness is not pure. I mean, material mode of goodness is not pure. It's mixed, mixed with passion. But he is making a general classification, general distinction of devotees in the mode of passion. Those devotees, what are the nature of those devotees? That has been pointing out that hingsham dambho matsardyam eva and bhinna bha, bhinna drik bhavam, bhinna drik, separatist mentality. So these are all in the mode of evil. Among devotees will find individuals like that. They are very proud. They are very arrogant. They are very envious. Hingshan, Dharma, Master. Hingshan means violent. Dhamma is pride. Matsarja. Especially we find the envy becomes very much manifest. Like why he has, why I don't have. So that is the meaning of envy. Becoming, why does one become envious? Isha. Envy is actually based on this. Why does he have not me? And and then he is a bhinna bhavdri, and he is a he is a separatist mentality. He divides separate. This is my group. My group is better than your group. So that is separatism. So what is Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is saying? Prabhupada is quoting Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. What to do with this kind of devotee? Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is saying they should be avoided. One shouldn't associate with that. What to speak of? Lining up with them. If you line up with the devotees who are in the mode of ignorance, you'll also end up becoming in the Because that is what happens. The association is very, very complicated. So in this way, Prabhupada is actually warning. So, Then Prabhupada is actually pointing out that the goal should always be pure devotional service. Next two verses will describe the devotional service in the mode of passion, devotional service in the mode of goodness. But then it comes to devotional service in the mode of pure goodness or pure devotion. And one thing is that the pure devotee is beyond the platform of liberation. These few verses are very important. Maybe I just would briefly discuss about, since Prabhupada discussed about 
pure devotion to service and for God, skipping the other two considerations, the devotion service and the passion and devotion service and the ignorance. Like pure devotion to service has been described here. One of the characteristics of pure devotion to service is Salakya Salakya Sasti Samitva Sharukya Ekat Sharukya Ekat Tam Akyutam Diyamanam Navinhanti Vina Matsevanamja So Sarukya means Sarukya having the same kind of form of the Lord in Samitya to be close to the Lord. Salakya to reside in the same planet with the Lord. What is that planet of the Lord? Vaipati Loka. And Shashti having the same kind of opulence as the Lord. Diyamanam even offered this liberation so that is the sign of the truth. That even uh, if these four kinds of liberations are offered to him, he doesn't want to accept it. A pure devotee does not accept any kind of liberation. Salakya, Shashti, Samipya, Sarupya, or Ekatva. Ekatva is the That is, the, what kind of? That is Shadrujyam. Ekatva. Even though they are offered by the Supreme Personality of God. What to speak of? Material gain. Even spiritual gains become significant to a devotee. <coughs> what is the reason? The reason is a devotee is perfectly satisfied in whatever situation. A pure devotee's symptom is that he is perfectly satisfied in whatever situation. Because he knows that ultimate consideration of devotion is the surrender to the Supreme Lord and accepting His authority and accepting the representation, accepting His representative as a guide. So that is the sign of the authority. In this respect, uh, sometimes the question comes up. What is the difference between devotional service and karma yoga or karma karma mishra? What is the difference between karma mishra bhakti and and <coughs> The difference is in karma mishra bhakti one acts independently according to his own desire, but he offers the results of his That is karma mishra bhakti or karma yoga. 
Whereas in pure devotion, one accepts the authority of the Supreme Personality. The authority of the representative of the Supreme Personality. So that is the difference between pure devotion and Parnamishra Bhakti or Parnamishra. Mr. Vedi, everything is alright? Yes, sir. So that is the difference between Karmanishya Bhakti and Karmanishya Pure devotional service is acceptance of a bona fide representative of and acting according to his instructions. No more independent ideas or independent desires. Whatever the representative of Krishna wants, we act accordingly. And who is the representative of Krishna? He is the spiritual one. So that is the difference between pure devotion and communication. And who is the representative of the Supreme Personality of God? He is the Lord in the heart of the Supreme His representation. And in this way we can see that how it not only transcends different modes of material nature, it also transcends all different tendencies of an individual in his condition stage. In the condition stage in the material nature we have only two considerations. Either to enjoy the material nature or to get out of the material nature. Bhukti or Bhukti to enjoy this material nature. And Bhukti is to get out of this material nature. Now, the symptom of pure devotion is that Jnana Karma Pure devotion is bhukti and free from bhukti and mukti. What is the consideration of bhukti? What is the foundation or basis of bhukti? Enjoyment in the material nature? Karma. The tendency of shakam karma, fruity activity. Act with a desire to enjoy yourself. That is the meaning of bhukti. Bhog, enjoy. As a result of that, one becomes active in the material. And what is the purpose of those actions? What is the purpose of that action? The purpose of that action is to enjoy the fruits of one's activity. I'm doing whatever I'm doing is for my enjoyment. Isn't that the driving factor? More the motivating factor for, for everyone. I want to enjoy the results of my action. Like we see in the day-to-day -day life, people are working from morning till night. Practically all the grown-up people are working from morning till night. 
why they are working from morning till night? So that at the end of the day or at the end of the month, they'll get their salary. They're working with the motivation of getting the results of their action in the form of the salary, money. Or a businessman is running the business, why? So that he can get some benefit out. Some he can make some profit. The profit motive. That's why they're working. But, and then there is another kind of people who do not really want to get involved in the material activities, mundane they want to get out of the material. What is their motive? Their motive is liberation. So bhukti or bhog and mukti are liberation or tag renunciation. Now, both of these are material. As the expression goes, the two sides of the same coin head or tail, uh, same coin, two sides of the same coin. Head is bhukti, tail is bhukti. But devotional service is beyond this desire for bhukti or bhukti, which is the result of karma and jnana. Bhukti is the result of karma and mukti is a result of jnana. But pure devotional service is jnana karma the manaprita. Free from the influence of jnana. Free from the motivation of enjoyment and liberation. Now what is that? Now why pure devotional service and karma mishra bhakti are apparently similar? It is apparently similar because both involve action. But it is the intention that makes the difference. The karma, kar, the shakam karmis or karma mishra bhakti are active, pure devotees are also active. Now what's the difference between these two? Karma Mishra Bhaktas are doing it. They are worshipping the Lord. They are serving the Lord with a desire to enjoy the results of their action. Whereas a pure devotee is rendering service only for the pleasure of Krishna. Not for his enjoyment, but for Krishna's enjoyment. Again, in Bhagavad Gita, the same point has been explained as destination of devotional service as Rishikena, Rishikesha, Sevana, Bhakti. When the Lord of the senses are served by the senses, when with our senses we serve the Rishikesha, the Lord of the senses, who is the Lord of the senses? And that is called pure So, in this way, Kapil Dev is explaining the 
characteristics of pure devotion. This chapter in that respect is quite similar to the 12th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Why? Because in the 12th chapter also the pure devotion is Now the question is, in what platform you are in? We have to consider what is my situation. And we have to consider, like from these symptoms, actually these verses or these instructions of Kapil Dev are very important because from these are from this we get the guideline, the milestones. Well, what is my degree of progress? Am I proud? Am I violent? Am I envious? If I am, then I am in trouble. <laughs> huh? Am I listening to the instructions of my authority? Authority doesn't mean only the initiative spiritual mind, but the authority is whoever is about me. I must follow this. And a pure devotee, how does he feel? Does a devotee judge all the time? Who is senior to me and who is junior to me? No, he simply considers that everybody is senior to me. <laughs> a very simple consideration. <coughs> the process is very simple. The consideration is how effectively we need to apply it. And if we do properly apply it in our life, then our life becomes fruitful. Our life becomes successful. And we'll notice in the purport, in the, uh, this next few verses also, Srila Prabhupada is pointing out that it doesn't matter that if you're in the mode of ignorance, if you have these tendencies, violence, pride and envy. Doesn't matter. Continue to serve Krishna in the association. Then you'll gradually be elevated and become free from this enemy. That's why in spiritual life no one is condemned. Everybody has a because everybody can be pure. Today somebody may be in the mood of ignorance. Tomorrow he'll be in the mode of passion. Day after tomorrow he'll be in the mode of goodness. And from then onwards he'll be in the mode of pure. So that is the hope for because the process is perfect. If we practice the process, then it will work. In this respect, Prabhupada gave a very wonderful Once Prabhupada mentioned that in Iskand, everyone is a pure devotee. And this statement of Prabhupada shocked 
quite a few devotees. Everyone is a pure devotee. Even a new bhakta who joined yesterday, he is also a pure devotee. And Prabhupada, Prabhupada mentioned, yes, everyone in this country will be a devotee. There only is a matter of green mango and rice mango. The mango may be green today, but if it stays in the tree, then it will become ripe. So if one, one may be a new bhakta today, but if he stays in his car, then in course of time, he will become pure. And I notice, like, I remember so many devotees, they were so difficult. They were so obnoxious. <laughs> I'm talking about early days. We found them to be very, very difficult. But then over a period of time, we have seen them. They've been so saintly. So this is the sign. Everyone improves. When one is young, he has a tendency of being influenced by the mode of passion. And as a result of the mode of passion and ignorance, one may behave in a certain way. <clears throat> and Krishna has his way of purifying everybody. Once I remember one person, one devotee, got very angry and he took his brahmin's head, <laughs> wrapped it around his Huh. Said, I'm a proper <laughs> But then he changed, like, over a period of time. Now we see him. Such a humble devotee. And Krishna also purifies <laughs> that devotee cursed and then he became sick. <laughs> so that we have to that his curse had a counter-attack on him. <laughs> in this way devotees make mistakes and Krishna in this way purifies <clears throat> and sometimes devotees used to fight those devotees so early days. There had there used to be so many conflicts. Once there was such a conflict among some devotees, and they went and uh, reported to some. I went and reported to. Them. The Prabhupada, of course, corrected him, chastised him. But then Prabhupada told him, told the devotee, it's like brothers and family. In a family, brothers fight, but after five minutes they become friendly. So as long as we remain within Islam, with developing the right attitude, then everything will be alright in course of Because like brothers, they fight. But those fights are not serious. 
They fight, they quarrel, and after five minutes, they forget. <clears throat> and become friends again. So, we must always remember that although we are not perfect, but we have a goal to achieve perfection. And we must keep moving forward to effect perfection. And in order to do that, we have to remain on this path and never get a deviate. That should be our prayer. That Krishna, please don't allow me to go away from this path. I may not reach the ultimate destination. <coughs> In this life, doesn't matter. But please allow me to continue to practice devotional service in my next life and life. That's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is praying in the Shikshashtaki. Mama Janmani Janmani Shwali Bhavatan Bhaktira. And life after life, I can become a devotee in the end of if I can't reach my destination in this life, doesn't Let me carry on next life. This will let me go on life after life. I don't care how many life it will take. But let me stay on this path. Because if I stay on this path, then someday I will reach the destination. Another wonderful thing is, that when we remain in the path of Krishna Consciousness, we see gradually things are always improving. It's constantly improving, getting better. Don't you all feel that way? Is it getting better or getting worse? Do you ever get, how many of you think that it's getting better? So if it is getting better, then does it matter how long it takes? Because I know tomorrow is going to be better than today. I know next life is going to be better than this life. I know that life after that is going to be, be going to be better than the next life. So what's the loss? So let me just remain on this path. And never ever then we may be great mangoes today, someday we will become right. As long as we remain in the tree. <coughs> Thank you very much. All glories to Shri Does anybody have any questions? Why we see that sometimes uh, we are not in the direct contact with the spiritual master. Regarding Krishna consciousness, we receive so many instructions from it, but for day-to-day -day life, we cannot uh, receive that. You mean in Ujjain? Do you have a temple? In the temple, there are devotees. So if you have any question, why don't you get, go to them and get their direction? If you can't take the direction of if every devotee or any devotee, then at least we can go to the temple.
cliche is more important than creation. Instruction is more important than format. And all the senior devotees are actually because they can guide them. They are guiding them. So we must develop this attitude that we must take advantage of senior devotees. And in this way we will see that how you are benefiting. And this is how you actually associate By association is not a matter of just being physically close. As for the real association is the spiritual And spiritually closing accepting the instruction and helping. Like sometimes some individuals will come and ask you. And if you are in a senior position, then you guide him. And, and then you are acting as a guru. Like say for example in your office. Somebody knows that you are a devotee of Krishna. And I'm sure people are asking you questions and asking for guidance. And when you're giving them guidance, what are you doing? You're becoming a guru. <coughs> so in this way, we should always associate by either following instructions or imparting Samitya, Salukya, Salukya, etc. 
So Maharaj, I was trying to understand Samitya. If somebody is desiring to be with Krishna in Goloka Vrindavan, to serve him, is that considered uh, in the same category? Uh, yes. Uh, you see, these liberations, these four types of liberations, Salukwe, Samitya, Shalukwe, and Shashti, are in relation to Vaikuntha, not in relation to Vrindavan. In Vrindavan, there is no consideration of liberation. In Vrindavan, there is a consideration of love. So that's what's motivating. So, the point is, these liberations are Vaikuntha Another small question, Maharaj. when you explained the Shri Prabhupada said that in his squad everybody is a pure devotee. So I was trying to understand what did he mean by saying, and then he said it's just a question of whether we're green or a right mango. So Maharaj, I was wondering why Prabhupada said pure devotee instead of saying that everybody is a devotee. What did he mean when he said pure devotee? Because you are a part of, an, of a structure which is pure in. Because what is, see, you are functioning as a part of Islam. What is the goal of Islam? To spread Krishna consciousness all over the world, besides that it doesn't have any other intention. Right? So Iskon as an structure, as a structure, as an institution, is practicing pure devotional service, establishing pure devotional service, motivating people. So when you become part of it, then you are part of what? That's what. <laughs> yeah, any other question? There was one hand that went up there. Okay. Sir, I have a question. Okay. What is Kali I explained in the class. I explain elaborately why are you asking the same question. Karma Yoga means when you act with a desire to enjoy yourself. You are serving Krishna with yoga, with his devotion, but the intention is for your Now I'll ask you a question. <laughs> what is pure devotion? What is Shuddha Bhakti? Without, without uh, any uh, desire. For? For anything. No. There cannot be anything without a desire. All, and since you have a mind, you always will have to. When it is without desire, without any other desire for enjoyment and liberation. But service. So now you understand the difference between karma yoga and pure devotion? Tell me. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, have you got the books? You are reading them? Yeah. Which one did you read? No, you, yesterday you told me that you got two books. Yesterday I was Bhagavad Gita, Gita also. 
Okay, what did you read in Bhagavad Gita? No, I never read. Uh, what's that? I never to read the Bhagavad Gita. Then which one did you read? <laughs> so yeah. read, huh? read. And when you come to class, come in time. Right? Because when you come late, you miss out on the main topic. Do you go to a movie when it's after half an hour? <laughs> if you have the ticket to go to the World Cup final, <laughs> would you go to go three hours late? You go in time. So similarly in spiritual life also. Okay, so again I will since you are asking, again I will remind you, but this time you try to try to remember. Karma yoga means karma means what? Karma means action. And yoga means yoga means connection. Right? When your karma connects you to Krishna, that is karma. Like you are doing your karma, but this karma is sokam with a desire to enjoy. But you are offering the result, doing the karma with the desire to enjoy, but you are offering the results of the karma to Krishna. Then it is karma. Alright? Okay, thank you all very much. Hare Yes. So, Swami, there are two other words, similar words in Hindi. Yeah. Asakti and Anasakti. Yeah, right. And they are, they are, they are, they are, they are no, Asakti and actually anasakti. the real word in Hindi is Asakti and Virakti. <laughs> anasakti is also there. Yeah. Asakti means attachment. And anashakti means not attachment, but virakti means aversion. So, uh, in between the two is anasakti. Right, right. So, but a devotee avoiding both the virakti right. and asakti. Exactly, is if you are true. avoiding. And ashakti, ashakti is attachment, attachment. or karma, and virakti is tyag or mukti. So, pure devotion is free from both Ashakti and Virakti. So, that is Anasakti. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you won.